Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's episode, my big idea is to remind you of the crucial importance of fighting for Christian principles and or other principles that are important to you. I joined the Order of St. John of Jerusalem to improve my effectiveness in fighting for Christian principles. Christianity is under major attack in the mainstream media and in many other places. I say this is a deliberate and concerted attack to weaken and destroy the foundations of Western civilization. I have studied history in some depth and I can clearly see and understand the attack strategy. It is Christian principles that lead to the conclusion that each and every one of us is important and valuable. It does not depend on our economic contribution. Without Christianity, we are just disposable cogs in a mass of humanity. It is time for Christian leaders to strongly and passionately stand up and fight back against these attacks. And it's time for each one of us to fight for principles that we truly and deeply value, rather than being silenced by the fear of someone being offended. I reject the offence industry. Our format for the show is that I share my big idea for the week. I share six resources with you to help you implement the big idea. I review some key happenings during the past week. And then the foundational principles for this show and further detail about my background can be found at the end of the show where regular viewers and listeners have already heard it, so they don't need to hear that again. So let's go with today's big idea. Are you willing to fight for your principles? Are you willing to defend them from attack? Are you willing to stand up and speak up? Are you willing to write to politicians, to leaders? Are you willing to lobby in favour of your Christian principles, of other principles. Activists are clearly doing so against Christianity. And what principles are important enough to you to fight for, to defend? To me, Christianity is a crucial principle. I consider myself a Christian. I was raised a Catholic. I consider Christian principles are crucially foundational to the way that life is lived on our planet. So I'm proud to be a member of the Order of St. John of Jerusalem Knights Hospitaller. This is not a Freemasonry organisation. I was recently invested as a Knight Commander in the Order. I joined the Order because the Order has been in existence for over 800 years. It has a track record of fighting for Christian principles and acting in charitable and 
humanitarian causes caring about human beings. Australia, United Kingdom, America, Canada, many countries are founded on Christian principles, on the Ten Commandments, on biblical principles. Our whole legal structure in the West is founded on natural law, on God's law, on the Ten Commandments, the Magna Carta that was first promulgated in or entered into by the monarchy in the UK, the first version of that was 1215. Those principles still apply to Australians, to the United Kingdom, to Canada and to America. They are important principles. One, clearly one of them is you have no right to kill or hurt or maim another person just because you feel like it. That's Christian. Today there are huge ongoing attacks in the mainstream media and in many, many organisations against Christianity and Christian principles. These happen because... The people for whom Christianity is important don't push back. There are transgender proponents who are welcomed into schools, but anyone talking about Christianity is banned from schools, as one example. Churches were shut down during lockdowns rather than the priests and ministers and pastors pushing back against unlawful government dictates and telling their congregations to stay at home. Churches were paid money for being shut down. I say those churches sold out to government. They sold out for money. This attack on Christianity is a co coordinated, concerted attack. It is global. Even the Pope has supported lockdown and with jabbing people. A recent Vatican coin is shown promoting this. I say the Pope has been corrupted. I call on the leaders of all Christian churches, of all Christian organisations, to start speaking up, to start lobbying, to start writing, to start opposing the attacks on Christianity. Because if they do not, and if I do not, then Christianity will become less and less relevant. And what will become relevant is just the great blob of humanity, and you won't matter. The Order of St John is about fighting for these principles. What organisation are you going to join if you believe in Christian principles or other principles that you might believe in? I say be willing to be criticised for being a Christian. I say be willing to fight for Christianity if you think it's important. I say do not shut up because somebody might be offended. I reject the offence industry. It is a nonsense. It is designed to shut you up. I don't care if anyone's offended by what I say. I literally don't. And if anybody says to you, I'm offended that you talk about Christianity, 
I have nine standard responses that you can give them. If you want a copy of those standard responses, send me an email. I say if they're offended, let them be offended. I'm offended that transgender proponents are being let into kindergartens and primary schools. No one cares about my offence. Don't you worry about anyone being offended by you standing up for Christian principles. Principles take centuries to develop. Constitutions of countries take centuries to develop. They don't just happen. And the progress of humanity didn't just happen. There are those who want to tear down the principles that have led to the creation of our planet as we know it. Now, tear it down. Go back to ground zero and start from where? Centuries of development, centuries of debate, people standing up for principles, for rights that were then recognised by monarchs, by despots, by totalitarians, because at the end of the day, the people have the power, not the despots. Understand your principles, fight for your principles. If Christianity is important to you, fight for them. Join the Order of St John. Join equivalent orders. Now, here are some resources to help you in consideration of today's big idea. To help you make the big idea relevant to important parts of your life, designed to help you live life on your terms. So my song this week, wonderful, wonderful song, I Will Not Be Leaving Quietly by Five Times August. You probably haven't heard it. Great song. You can hate me, try to break me, talk me down and denigrate me. You can try to silence every word, but I will not be leaving quietly. No, I won't leave, I won't leave. I will not be leaving quietly. And you can mock me, try to outsmart me. You can shame me and try to blame me. You can do your best to shut me up, but I will not be leaving quietly. I'm going to stand here and I'll fight for every word. I'm going to shout the truth until you know it's heard. I'm going to stand here and I'll fight for every word. You can scold me, attempt to control me, ban me and censor and label and troll me. You can push me and try to kick me out, but I will not be leaving quietly. And the last verse, and you can mute me, strike and dispute me. Dumb down the rest, yeah, but I'll keep refusing. You can pretend like you've seen the last of me, but I will not be leaving quietly. Brilliant song. Five times August. Brilliant singer, writer. I commend it to you. Now, next, the book. Any book on William, on the story of William Wilberforce, who fought for 30 years, gave his whole life fighting for the abolition of slavery at the end of the 18th, early 19th century. If you don't want to read a book about him, watch Amazing Grace, the story of his life. It's available free on the internet. It's a powerful, powerful story of standing up for principle. When he first started, promoting anti-slavery in the 600-seat House of Commons in the, in London, in England, only one other parliamentarian supported him. 30 years later, a majority supported him. Why? Because anti-slavery is true Christian principle. 
without Christianity, there's nothing wrong with slavery because without Christianity, might is right. That's what the kings of England used to believe, might is right. That's why the Magna Carta came into being, because the king couldn't do what he wanted to do. My spiritual tip is to consider joining an organisation that fights for principles that are consistent with your principles. So for Christian principles, join the Order of St John. Join Rotary. Join Lions Clubs. Join Service Clubs. Service Clubs are driven by Christian principles of helping and caring for other human beings, other people, other men and women. My health tip, very important point here, get your blood tests done, proper blood tests. And I'm finding from feedback from many people that doctors are unwilling to get a proper suite of blood tests done for you because many of these doctors are incapable of interpreting the blood tests. Can you believe that? So get a proper full suite of blood tests done so you can understand what's going on in your body and get them properly interpreted so that when you've got problems happening, you can go, oh, I wonder what the science shows, huh? The science. Blood tests are about science. But then the interpretation of those tests for each person will depend on some wisdom, experience, and knowledge. My quote this week I don't know who wrote it. It really came in a meme, but I love this. It only arrived today, and I thought, hmm, here's a message from God. I believe in God because I believe in spirituality. As you know, without God, there can't be spirituality. And the quote is this, we live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. You like that? We live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. Think about that. And a spot of humour about a woman with strong faith. And she was an elderly lady well known for her faith and for her boldness in talking about it. She would stand on her front porch and shout, praise the Lord. Next door to her lived an atheist who would get so angry at her proclamations he would shout, there ain't no Lord. Hard times set in on the elderly lady, just like they do on me, except when I've got coffee. Mmm. Oh, that coffee, the caffeine, I love it. Anyway, hard time, not so hard times that I don't have coffee, but hard times set in on the elderly lady and she prayed for God to send her some assistance. She stood on her porch and shouted, praise the Lord. God, I need food. I'm having a hard time. Please, Lord, send me some groceries. The next morning, the lady went out to her porch and noted a large bag of groceries and shouted, Praise the Lord. The neighbor jumped from behind the bush and said, Aha, I told you there's no Lord. I brought those groceries. God didn't. The lady started jumping up and down and clapping her hands and said, Praise the Lord. He not only sent me groceries, but he made the devil pay for them. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I love it. So, Take the steps in today's big idea and the resources I've shared with you to make a beneficial difference to your life of fighting for your principles because if you don't fight for them, they will disappear. I believe your life is to be all that you're capable of making it.
My aim for the show is to provoke you, to inspire you, to educate you, to motivate you, to examine your life, to raise your self-awareness so that you're making life as much as you can of it, of this wonderful gift that you have. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, this program, share it with your family, friends, and work colleagues. Discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest at charlescovest.com and also check out our website, covest.com, for corporate programs, public programs. My books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are both available at both websites. Now, let's do a quick review of some key happenings on the planet over the past week. One of the issues coming up is the significant reduction in the population of Japan. I'm telling you that the world's population is not heading to 11 billion, nothing like it. All wealthy countries have a naturally reducing population. And this nonsensical idea that we've got to take urgent action because we're going to overpopulate because the numbers have been increasing is ignorant. There is a direct correlation, you've heard me say this in previous shows, of increasing GDP leads to reduction in birth rates. And you need a 2.1 child per adult woman birth rate to maintain a population. Japan will have big dramas, as will other countries. However, that human beings are capable of making the adjustments to handle a reducing population. The net zero nonsense continues. I love our planet. I've been an organic farmer since 1976. I'm involved in hemp because it's going to improve the planet. But there is no climate emergency. There's a soil emergency. There is a chemicalization of soil emergency. Do not shut up when people say that you're a climate denier. No, the people who say there's a climate emergency are climate alarmists who are peddling fake science. Our Premier in Victoria, Daniel Andrews, is the evidence about his corruption, his criminal behaviour, unethical behaviour, immoral behaviour continues to come out. This week, the head, the retiring head of the Commission Against Corruption, Robert Richter, KC, King's Council, came out scathingly against Daniel Andrews and what his government is doing to hide corruption. The federal Labor government with Jim Chalmers is running a huge class warfare action in attacking retirement savings called superannuation in Australia. And they're coming out by saying, no, we're only going to take money from the rich. Okay. And so this appeals, of course, to most people. Oh, yeah, let's tax the rich. You keep taxing the rich, see what happens. That's called communism. That's called socialism. It has never ended well. Please understand what Labor government is doing here by going against its policies announced prior to the election, going against its promises and attacking the seemingly wealthy who have provided for their own retirement. It is outrageous and people need to understand what's happening. And the mainstream media is full of, yeah, yeah, this is only against rich people. Let's rise up against the rich people. Let's slaughter the rich people. And lastly, the shenanigans of the World Health Organization that I call, based on the great work of Rima Labor, the World Holocaust Organization, it aims to get control over Australia and the 
declaration of anything he wants to declare and so that the Australian government just does what this unelected body of technocrats and bureaucrats chooses to impose on the country. Rejected. Do not support any actions by the World Holocaust Organization. Okay. Well, I've had a bit of passion here today. If you're new to the show, stick around for the last part where we go through the foundational principles of the show, the freedom elements of the show, and some background about me. Again, thanks for watching or listening. And until the next show, may your week be full of health-giving and life-giving and mental health-giving passion, learning, fun, fulfillment, challenge, and ever-increasing self-awareness. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. Now, for new viewers and new listeners who want to know more of my background and what else I do, as well as the foundational principles of the show, here it is. Since 1993, when I left the legal career that I loved to do this work, I have inspired, provoked and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via books I have written, my speeches at conferences, in-depth team building programs and coached people of all ages, one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. I've done this in the private sector and in government organisations. One of my core principles is that it is freedom that makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats of government that leads you to observe the laws of government is the threat of the loss of freedom by being put into jail. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. This commitment that I have to fighting for freedom for all people, is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom for you to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be free through pursuing excellent health and having excellent health. If you are in hospital unwell, you're hardly free. Number three, helping preserve freedom through the expansion globally of industrial hemp as an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, with the flourishing of hemp, the power of government to take away your freedom is minimised. Four, I fight for freedom through legal strategies, helping people to preserve their rights. I'm an interface between lawyers and their clients. I help clients understand what lawyers are saying. I help lawyers understand what clients want. And finally, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy, I fight for the freedom of thought and speech in humour, in comedy, in laughter, because suppressing freedom of speech is the beginning of the end of freedom. The foundational principles for this show are founded on the formula... S-A plus P equals S. Self-awareness, your self-awareness plus your passion equals success. Your self-awareness 
added to your passion will guarantee your success. And the best definition of success that I have found is that success is the progressive realization of your worthy ideal. Success, the progressive realization of your worthy ideal. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle in saying the unexamined life is not worth living. I urge you to examine your life, to raise your self-awareness. For if you're watching the show, you can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I always wear my red jacket for the show. I wear my red jacket for public presentations. For Zoom meetings, red is the colour of passion. Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life if it's relevant to your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance that you will remember it. If you remember it, you will use it. If you can't remember it, you won't. Too much information leads us to inaction. Each week I share simple and practical resources that I have found useful in my life journey and the life journeys of many of the clients that I've helped over the years. These resources are helpful to implementing the big idea. A song, a book, a quote, a spiritual tip, a health tip, and some humour. This show is not politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including coffee and exercise. And reading and some unmentionable impolite company addictions. This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if that offends you, don't watch, don't listen. I promise you, I don't include anything in this show that I don't believe to be useful, that I don't believe to be true, that I believe would not be of value to your life. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please send me an email at charles.coves.com. Bye again.